Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Good evening, everyone. Hope y'all are doing well. I usually record in the morning, but we are doing little evening slash nighttime recording, trying to get caught up on some things. Been very, very busy. Um, Wanted to get a little housekeeping out of the way as usual. Um, If you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy the website, if you've learned anything over the past 55 episodes, um, and I hope you've maybe learned one thing or something's been helpful to you over that time, um, I would love it if you left a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Most of y'all are listening on Spotify. Um, Also, if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, that also just helps the algorithm when people are looking for a podcast like this one um, for it to populate. So we will dig right into the topic today. Um, We are going to do another answering Reddit episode. Um, So I'll get right into it. The title of the post is, should I put money on index fund or emergency fund? Um, And one thing I'm learning that when I read verbatim, oftentimes the people who post uh, these things, their grammar is not the best. So it, it's uh, we'll work through that together. So should I put money into index funds or emergency funds is probably the best way to word that. But the post reads, I'm in my mid-30s. I don't have debts beside a mortgage. I have about 12 months living expenses, equivalent money in, S&P, in the S&P 500 index fund. Um, Do I need to build an emergency fund? My thoughts are the S&P 500 seems relatively safe. In case I really need money, I can always sell part of them and get the money within three days. Is there a good reason I should put some money in a savings account as as an emergency fund? Okay, so we'll dig right into this. Um, This is actually a topic that I know is somewhat heavily debated um, in the finance community. Um, It's a topic that I've thought about personally myself. You know, I, I... want to have money um, readily available for an emergency. Uh, I want cash. I want to be able to get it. Um, But I also want my money always working for me. And when you have a large sum of money, um, usually, again, an emergency fund is three to six months worth of expenses. um, And, you know, that can be a very, very large sum of money, especially if you're an individual that maybe has a family, um, you have a mortgage, uh, you you know you have children and all the stuff that goes along with that. Um, those expenses that that three to six months can be ten, twenty, maybe even thirty thousand dollars. So you want to make sure that always when you're when you're thinking about building wealth that your money is working for you. But the whole purpose of an emergency fund on the flip side of that is to have something readily available. So the way that I would answer this is I would have uh, I would have something in an emergency fund. And what I mean by that is I would have it in a liquid account, um, an account that is uh, not in the market or not an investment account, I would say, um, because regardless of how stable an investment is, there is always risk associated. And I say that quite often. Um, Any type of investment, um, whether it's a stock market, um, whether it's gosh, an investment with a friend, an investment into a business, there's always risk involved. If there wasn't risk involved, then it would be a sure thing and everybody and their mom would be investing in this, um, in this thing that you're investing in. Um, so, you know, regardless of what this poster thinks, even a, an index or ETF 
fund that mimics the S&P 500, while yes, it is well diversified and less volatile than throwing it into one individual stock, there is volatility that happens there. Markets do change. Um, the S&P does go down. It does go up. You know, I think we've been in this long run, save last year during, you know, peak COVID in March and April, I believe, um, where the market did downturn. But we've been in a run for a long time of the market increasing over and over again. And I, I think it's giving people um, a, uh, a false sense of security that the market always goes up every month and every year, when that's simply not the case. I mean, it's something that I have to remind myself of as well, because the lion's share of my investing has happened in my most recent years as I've gotten older um, and as I've, I've paid off debts and gotten my money right. And most of the investing time that I've seen has only been good. We haven't seen a stretch of a couple years where things haven't been great. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't invest, right? The best investors invest regularly, um, whether the market is up or down. In fact, the best investors typically get more aggressive when the stock market is down or when investments seem, quote unquote, more risky. And hear me out here um, because things are, quote unquote, on sale. Right. So when the market is good, things are inflated. Um, people are buying. Right. And that price is higher when the market's bad. People tend to pull out because of emotions um, and various reasons. And that price typically goes down. But what we know about the S&P 500 is that it typically gets back to where it left off and continues to increase um, over, you know, years and years of, of period of time. I believe the S&P 500 typically increases between seven and 10 percent year over year. So knowing all of that, um, what happens if we have a two year period of a decrease, right, or a bear market, what if that lasts two to three years and this individual runs into some trouble where they may have lost a job and they had, say, $50,000 in this fund and that 50000 has turned into $30,000? Well, if you need to live, $20,000 might make a, a big difference, right? And if that money was in an emergency fund, was in a savings account or a high yield savings account, which I personally use myself, which I think is a great option for people, um, he would have that money and a bit more, okay? Um, so I, I highly recommend having some sort of money in an emergency fund. Now, depending on your risk tolerance is really where the variability comes in, in my opinion. So if you are a pretty risk tolerant person, um, if you are single and don't have any dependents, right, and you can be more risk tolerant, um, I would recommend, I mean, you know, I, I won't say I recommend, but maybe you consider going on the shorter side of that emergency fund and maybe doing three months, maybe even two months worth of expenses, okay? If you have a lot of dependents, um, I would think it would be a better idea to err on the side of closer to four, five, six months worth of, worth of expenses in case an emergency happened. And an emergency isn't necessarily just losing a job. Um, while that would be a very large emergency, maybe an emergency is your AC unit goes out or your car, you know, you it, it dies and you need to buy a new car or um, you have a, a medical expenses that you need to pay for, right? All of these things are emergencies. Some things that we can't foresee is some things that we can't make a savings plan around um, that we may need that money um, very quickly. So um, the variability of how much you have in your emergency fund depends on your situation and your risk tolerance. But again, I'll reiterate, I do think it's important to have an emergency fund that's very liquid um, and that isn't in a 
isn't in a place um, that is going to be affected by the market. Okay. Um, now, so what? Where should you keep an emergency fund? Right. Well, I like a high yield savings account. Um, and there are lots of them out there. Um, now, these the interest rates these high yield savings accounts provide are not anywhere close to what you can achieve in an ETF or index fund that follows the S&P 500. Uh, nowhere close. Um, but they can be pretty, uh, they are a lot better, I'll say, than what you'll find in your typical bank savings account. So say you're with Bank of America and you have a savings account, your interest rate is year over year going to be about 0.01%. Okay. Um, and that's on average. A high yield savings account on average is going to be point, I believe it's 0.5%. Okay. That's what they're at right now. And th that does change. You know, a couple years ago, I think it was 2% um, or more. Um, but now we're looking at about a half a percent. However, it's better than the 0.01% that you, <laughs> that you would get with your, your uh, bank's regular savings account. So um, I would pursue a high yield savings account. You can do some research on which one might be a good fit for you. Um, I know a lot of people choose Ally. Their high yield savings account is very popular. Um, I'm not sponsored by them in any way, but I do know that is a popular one. The high yield savings account I personally use is Yada Savings. They kind of gamify the savings process, which I think is just really fun. Um, so they have a base interest rate of 0.2%. Again, so still better than what you're achieving with your bank's savings account. Um, but the way that it works is for every, I believe, oh man, now I'm going to forget. I believe it's for every $25 you have in the account, you get one ticket into the weekly drawing and you can win money based off of the numbers you have um, from those tickets, kind of like a raffle every week. So every day a new number comes out. So there's seven numbers on each ticket that you get. And again, if you have $10,000, I don't know what the math is right off the top of my head, but maybe you have whatever, 500 tickets or 200 tickets or 300 tickets. Um, that's how many tickets of seven-digit numbers that you have in each week's, week's drawing. And however many numbers you match on each ticket gets you money for the prize at the end of the week. The prizes can be, I mean, I've, I've gotten anywhere from 50 cents at the end of the week, so not much. But again, it's an emergency fund. It's money that I plan on having there until I have an emergency, and then I'll replenish that fund. So it's not money I'm planning on doing anything with. So 50 cents is better than nothing, in my opinion, plus a base interest rate of 0.2%. So I've gotten anything from 50 cents, um, and you can win anything up to literally $10 million or a Tesla um, and anything in between. So some weeks I've gotten $5, some weeks I've gotten $10. Um, I see on the boards, you can actually view the winnings for people um, on the boards in the app, and I see people every week winning $100, $200, $500, $1,000, um, it really just depends. And obviously, the more money you have saved, the better your odds are because the more tickets you have in that week's drawing. I think it's kind of cool. It motivates you to want to put more money into savings, okay? So to me, this is a great place to keep my emergency fund. It's kind of fun. It keeps me engaged with my saving. It helps me stay motivated to um, get my emergency fund fully funded, which it is. Um, and I think it'd be a great way for people that are looking to start saving to get motivated to do it. So if you are interested um, in Yada Savings and opening an account with them, I do have a referral link in the show notes. Um, if you click the link and then use my code Millennial, you'll get 100 free tickets um, into the first week's drawing. 
um, which is very valuable. Um, it could be, I don't know, I'm not making any promises, but it could be anywhere from uh, $2, maybe $100, maybe you win a whole lot more. Um, so I, I think that's kind of a fun deal. So if that's of any interest to you, please um, click the link in the show notes, use code millennial when signing up and you'll get those tickets. If you want to learn a little bit more about Yada Savings, I do have a short article or a short review article, I should say, on the website, www.millennialecon.com that you can check out um, and decide if it would be a good fit for you. Um, so hopefully that was helpful. Um, hopefully maybe that helped you kind of filter through some thoughts that you might have in your mind. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 56, and we will talk soon.